Welcome to episode 30 of Define Normal. This week, I am joined by my younger sister, Sydney. Sydney, welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Kind of nervous. Yeah, everyone's nervous. I'm nervous too every week and it's my show. So we're gathered here today, probably not on the most um, happiest of topics, but we're going to talk about it anyway. So Sydney and I recently, I guess we'll say we recently were, we tested positive for COVID-19. We have COVID after over a year of not getting COVID. Like we went the whole pandemic. I guess I shouldn't say that. We went the pandemic so far without getting COVID and we tested positive within days of each other. We weren't even together. Lightning strike twice. So we should probably play the lottery because what did CNN say? Only 99, I'm sorry, CNN said 99% of vaccinated people have not been infected with COVID-19. Somehow you and I both fell into that annoying 1% of breakthrough cases. What's interesting about that is we have a lot of like anti-vaxxer vibes going on in the U.S. That's not us, for the record. We're both fully vaccinated. Uh, We both got the Pfizer vaccine, both doses. I've been vaccinated since March. So it's just interesting because these breakthrough cases feel like they're few and far in between. But meanwhile, I know more people with COVID than I have the whole pandemic. So that's a little intro to what we're talking about and why we're talking about it. But First, I want to ask Sydney, what were you doing? Or like, I don't know that you can pinpoint it. I know you can't pinpoint it, but where were you when you think you contracted COVID? Like, where in the world were you? What were you doing? Yes. So I got a positive COVID test on, well, I got the results on Friday. No, I got the results on Saturday. And I took the test, a PCR on Friday. Um, the week prior, I was in New Orleans. I went with my friend and we were just like chilling for a few days. I think we went Friday to Monday. So we did go out to dinner. We went to two bars. I wore a mask in the bars. Um, We walked around downtown. We went to the pool. We went to her friend's house. We were just doing normal, chill vacation things. We didn't go to like clubs or anything like that. And I always felt like I was safe. I wore a mask. Even when other people weren't, I was still wearing a mask. I just feel comfortable, even though I'm fully vaccinated, wearing a mask everywhere I go. I can't pinpoint where exactly I got it, but I was on the plane there and coming back home. So maybe it was a plane when I was in Chicago. (laughs) I had a layover in Chicago, Midwest, Lollapalooza was. So I'm thinking it's probably somewhere in my travels, but I'm not sure the exact place. Yeah, I saw your shady Instagram story where you said, I'm in Chicago for a layover, and you had a photo of you and your friend drinking tequila, drinking because we're in the airport with the Lollapalooza people with the mask. And I was like, man, I was at Lollapalooza. (laughs) So I guess I have to tell on myself, I have been staying with our aunt and uncle in Chicago, and they have two little boys, our cousins, and they are two and one of them is three and turning four in September. And so they're unvaccinated. So all summer, there's just been kind of this like, I've had the freedom to go places. My uncle and aunt are going places. The kids are going places. But like, I'm definitely the one who goes out the most in the house. Like their outings are more routine, like grocery shopping or taking the boys to swim lessons or like going to a park where I'm like, I'm physically going out to eat or going to bars or going to friends' houses. And all summer, it's been fine. I've been with them, like, since late April. No one's had COVID in the house. Like, they've traveled a bit, all that jazz. But, well, (laughs) I went to Lollapalooza. And it was 
two weekends ago at this point and everyone kind of was judging anyway like I saw some um saw some tweets that are like I don't think now is a good time for a music festival and you know maybe they weren't wrong but when you've already spent like three hundred dollars plus on all these things I had an Airbnb about wristbands like what I mean what am I doing I'm going and my friends were flying in and it's also outside so I have all the justifications in the world, but I went to Lollapalooza and I, like you, Sydney, I cannot pinpoint where I got it. But if I had to like the timeline, bet money is it's not from the actual show. Like, I mean, I'm almost 30 years old, so I'm not in like the crowds of Lollapalooza, but I would say after shows and like after parties. So I went out, I've been going out since the Wednesday of Lollapalooza. It started Thursday. I mean, I went out every night except for one night. And on Thursday, there was a Catronada after party that I went to. And it was packed. Like, there were so many people in there. I was not wearing a mask. I wasn't, like, shoulder to shoulder with people. But it's, like, dance floor moment. People are sweating. People are dancing. People are drinking. Like, we were partying like it was 2019. In hindsight, probably not my most genius idea. But as someone, like, who has been all summer like around I mean vaccinated and like we didn't we didn't know that the delta variant was gonna go so hard so I indulged myself in a little fun and like I mean honestly probably let my guard down like it would have been it would have been smart to wear a mask like in that room I was like "Mm, probably should be wearing a mask but no one's wearing a mask so like party on so there's that where we think we both got it and it's funny because I was facetiming with you after I got a, a positive result and you had symptoms. Yes. <laughs> you, you, I, we, were, we were on the FaceTime and I was like, I think you should get a test because you are unwell. So what were those symptoms? What were your, when you started showing symptoms of COVID, what were they? So I guess to start from the beginning, I had a rapid test Wednesday. So I got a rapid and it was negative before I was showing symptoms. So when I got back from vacation, I was like, oh, I should just get one because I'm going back to work going back in the community and stuff, and I should just be clear. So I had a rapid. And then on Friday is when I really started showing symptoms. Like I woke up and my whole body hurt. Like it, I turned over to the side and I was like, oh gosh, like body aches galore. And then just throughout that day, I was so tired, coughing. I had a sore throat, sneezing, congestion, all that stuff. And that's when I took the test on Friday. And then Saturday I woke up and it was even worse. Um, I had chills. I was sleeping. I mean, it's 90 degrees outside in Cincinnati. And I was sleeping with the heater on me. Like I was shivering. I was bad. So I had a fever. And then it just kind of has dropped off since then. Mostly just congestion. Probably here I sound nasally. That's really it. It didn't last that long. So I guess the vaccine is working and it is just mild symptoms. But that like first day and a half was killer. Shout out to the vaccine. I had milder symptoms than you did, which is ridiculous because we have pretty much the same genetic makeup and we also got the same vaccine. But similar situation to you when I was going back to the house after Lala. So I skipped I skipped Sunday because I'm old and I really can't be going to music festivals all four days. So I didn't even set foot on the property of Lala on Sunday. So I skipped, but I did go out to brunch. I went to, out to brunch and just was like around, went to Soho House um, that day. So I was out in the public, but like not in crowds. And I got a test Monday. So my friend Saul and I got rapid tests because I wanted to get a test before I went back home with the boys. And like he had some stuff going on when he flew back to Pittsburgh where he lives. So it was like, let's just get these tests. So we get rapid tests. Tests are negative. He gets on the plane to go home. I go back to the house in Chicago with our aunt and uncle. 
all is well. Hanging out with the boys. I'm not really in their faces, but like I'm back in the house with the fam. I'm fine. But then on Wednesday, I wake up and I'm like very sniffly. Like I'm like, mm, like sniffly, throat's weird, kind of coughing. Like it's not, it's giving allergies. Like I didn't feel like I had a cold. But I'm like, my allergies are really bad. But I'm also like, mm, is it COVID? So I go upstairs in a mask and I tell them, hey, I think I'm going to go home like to our parents' house. So I'll get to that. But I was like, hey, I think I'm going to go to our parents' house because like your kids are not vaccinated and I could have COVID. After I say that, probably like not even 15 minutes later, I get my PCR results. And of course they say positive. And so I, I was wearing a mask in the house at that point And like, I leave, like I pack up my stuff. And for context, like our parents live about a four and a half hour drive from Chicago. So like, I just packed up my stuff from my uncle and aunt's guest room and like put it in the car and drove to our parents' house. My friends all who I got tested with was like, I, I can't believe like your parents are taking you in. Cause like knowing I have COVID, they were like, yeah, like you can stay here, which was like, honestly, I don't even know that I asked. I was like, I, I, I'm gonna come there. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. But mom sounded excited. <laughs> not that I had COVID. When you said that, I was kind of like, not surprised that they would let you in. Of course, they're like your parents. They're going to want to like be around you and stuff. But I'm like, oh, like, is that the right choice? But by then, you were already there. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I was like, what do I do? Do I go to a hotel for 10 days? Like, that sounds crazy. Like, that's so much money. I don't live alone. I mean, I think that's like one of the woes of COVID. Like, I said this on the podcast a million times. I got rid of my apartment in New York in February. So like, I have been communal living for months. And so like, it's like, where am I going? Like, whose house am I going to? And at least I knew here I could like distance from them. Like they, their rooms are on the same side of the house. We don't share a bathroom. Like there was just no reason for us to be in each other's space like that. Whereas you can't tell children like Shelby has COVID, don't touch her. Like, you know what I mean? So it was just easier because they, as adults have the sense to just stay away from me. Like they're not using my bathroom. They're not like over anywhere near me. So yeah, a bit of a tangent on on that and how I kind of figured out what was going on with me. But symptoms, symptom wise, like I said, it was just allergies. Like I was sneezing, coughing, had a faint headache. Um, my throat was like a little scratchy for a second, but nothing major. But I had the strength on the day I was symptomatic to like drive. Like I took a road trip because my uncle's like, are you weak? Like, should you be driving home? And it was weird. Like I called mom and I was like, hey, I'm coming home. And she was like, all right, let me know. Because then there was a moment where I'm like, if I'm not positive, I'm not going to come home. Like it was up in the air for a second. And then I was like, yeah, I'm coming home. And I drove four and a half hours like on the day I got the positive test. So I've, to be honest, like, like I said, super mild symptoms. Like I feel 95% back to normal now. I will say I lost my taste and smell a little bit, like not fully, but like dully. I could not smell. And everything like it was like weird like I just really felt the texture of food because I couldn't super taste it so but we're back we're back like I don't I don't I like I said I'm feeling it's been about a week since my positive test it was last Wednesday that I got the positive PCR so it's been about a week and I feel fine I'm not taking any medicine I've, I've worked every day I haven't my manager was really cool and was like take some time if you need some time but I mean, as you guys found out last week, it's like my last full week at Facebook. So I will not be, I was not taking a week off. Those are the symptoms. I wanted to ask you, because you're not in a communal living situation, you live alone. What has it been like to be sick, but like alone in your apartment? Do you wish someone was there? 
Did you, do you wish you were home or like, did you like being alone? So it's only day four. So, so far, so good. I am an introvert by nature. Shelby knows. I don't really mind being alone at all. So day four, I'm chilling. Like it's still fine. I'm going to see how I feel closer to like day eight, day nine, day 10, but I'm fine for now. Like I'm just watching TV, cleaning up. I've been looking for apartments a lot, selling things. I'm trying to channel my mom energy and sell stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It's just fine for now. Like I am, I'm enjoying the break because I was going back to work in the office full time. So to me, I'm getting a little bit of a break and some days off. How do you feel about being back in the office as these cases are spiking up? Because I've been working from home since last March. Like I have not set foot in the office beyond to pick my stuff up. How are you feeling about being back? Do you feel like it's safe? I really am worried because of the population I work with. I work with people who are coming home from prison and jail and a lot of facilities where they do have higher COVID numbers and people are dying and being hospitalized. So it does worry me. I try to take all precautions I can. I clean after every client and I ask every client to wear a mask, whether they're vaccinated or not. Uh, I feel like it's as safe as it can be, you know what I mean? But if I had it my way, we would be doing it remotely because we did it for a year during the pandemic. I think it was just kind of time to come back so our clients can get more help from us in person. But it's hard. Um, I try to just not psych myself out over it. And I do think maybe we might transition back since I have the positive COVID case now. And we might transition to like a rotation or transition back home because my boss is a little bit concerned too. That makes sense. Do you have any friends who are positive? So I know you went to New Orleans with a friend and then you saw our cousin Natalie. So as a result of being in New Orleans, are, are Natalie or your friend Lauren or either of them positive? No, that's the crazy part about it. Like my friend who went, she's unvaccinated actually. And she's fine. Thank goodness. Like I'm happy she is. Um, but all her, she's had two rapids and a PCR and they're all negative. Natalie is fine, no symptoms, and she got a negative test. Um, all her friends who we were like around and hanging out with in New Orleans, they're all okay and no symptoms. So I guess that's kind of the mystery of like, where did I get it from also? Because I was at the same places with the same people. So if I got it, like how did it skip them? But I'm happy it did and that they're okay. But no, just me. That's how I feel. Like, of course, we get it at the same timing in different locations. And none of my friends have COVID either. Like I slept in a bed with Amanda for days and she does not have COVID. No one in my Airbnb, no one who I went to Lala with, no one who I went out with has COVID. And again, like you said, I'm happy for them. But like mental health wise, it has been so hard. It's been hard for me because I've been watching all these people who I was with doing the same things, living life. Like I'm like, okay, I'm down. I'm like at my parents' house. Like I have very little little to like do with the outside world. Like I I have not left this subdivision since I got here from Chicago. Haven't, I've gone outside, but I haven't like gotten in my car. I haven't gone anywhere. I don't really leave this house. I don't even go everywhere in this house. So, and, but then like, you know, during the work week, it's fine. Cause everyone's working from home and everybody's busy and the day, the days fly. But then the weekend it was like watching paint dry. I was <laughs> like, no, you guys are not out. And they should be. They should be living their lives. I'm like, no, they are not out living their best lives while I am bedridden during COVID. And it's like summer too. Like 
summer's wrapping up. It's almost like the middle end of August. So you're kind of just like wasting time too because we're about to be back kind of like inside for the fall with the Delta. It's like cold weather, flu season. So you're missing out on some vital days. Right. Which I think is a weird thought process. And I'm curious about your thoughts here if you think things will close down. Because for me, like getting COVID and I hate that this happened, but like getting COVID made me think like we might need to slow down which I think mentally I already thought, but I'm like, could it be me? I'm vaccinated. I don't act like an idiot. Couldn't be me. But I think I've let go of some of my shame that maybe I was giving other people through me getting it. And especially you getting it. Cause I think someone argue like Shelby, you were at a whole music festival, but you went to new Orleans with one friend right? and did mostly outdoor activities and was, and you were masked a lot of the time. I also have a coworker who has been sharing her story on Instagram stories. And I was watching the event she was at a couple weekends ago. And she was like, the whole time being like, we're mostly outside. If we're inside, I'm wearing a mask. Like she was talk, sh- talking about and showing her, co- her COVID precautions and she still got COVID. So I felt a little shame for being reckless for a moment. And then I also am like, no, I'm not really doing anything that other people aren't doing. Like people, right. I mean, people are tweeting. People are tweeting things about like, oh, should you be going to a music festival? Should you be doing this? And I'm like, you were at day parties five seconds ago. Right. Like twerking around i mean maybe it wasn't as many people but like i think any move you make at this point could get could give you covid but did you feel any shame around it like was it hard for you to tell people it wasn't hard for me to tell people i told my group message and one of my friends was like wow you're the safest out of all of us and so that kind of like made me feel better because i did i thought that myself but i'm like i know i'm not imagining that like i do take the proper precautions so I don't feel shame, but I do feel like I have judged people during the pandemic. Like, oh, yeah. When I see that they got COVID and, like, they were, like, moving crazy on their IG stories, I'm like, well, and see how that would happen. But now I think people probably think that about me. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, now I'm, like, less likely to judge because people have been moving crazy. And we've been like, wow, they're moving crazy. And now it's happened to us. I wouldn't say, like, I, I can't pretend that I've been as safe as you've been. I think I've definitely let my guard down a little bit, especially specifically Lala weekend. I'd say every other weekend, I kind of have a pod of people who I hang out with. Um, in Chicago, it's like the same five people. So that's one thing. Like we're like hanging out in each other's houses. We might go to a bar with the bars, like indoor, outdoor. Like we don't, I'm not at Ragers every weekend, but it's like the one weekend I let my guard down. It's a wrap. Right. So I hate that for me, but I'm also really thankful that it is a mild case and that we're not, like we can, we're well enough during COVID to do a podcast. Like we literally both have it right now. We're like, let's do a podcast. Do you think the world will shut back down? So you live in Ohio, you live in Cincinnati. I live in New York typically, but in Chicago right now, like, do you think these cities are shutting back down or you think we're just going to keep moving? I honestly think that we're going to keep moving and I wish that we would have another shutdown. It's kind of a double-edged sword. Like a lot of people lost a lot during the pandemic and I would hate for even more people to lose even more. So that is like a hard part about having another shutdown. And I think that's kind of why the government won't because the money aspect of it. But for safety, yes, I think that we need another shutdown. But I don't think it'll happen. Just how like companies and I know my job specifically, how we're handling COVID, they're going back to the office. Like I got my positive test on Saturday and they were off yesterday, but they're going back to the office tomorrow. All they did was sanitize. So everybody's still like in their motion of like, let's just keep going. If you're vaccinated, just keep going. 
but you and I are proof that a vaccination doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. So I think they're just going to keep chugging along, unfortunately. And I think it's just going to be kind of up to the each individual if they have the ability to do their own thing and take their own precautions and what they feel comfortable with. I think you made a good point about the fact that people are, just want to keep going. I think that's what scares me because you and I, like you said, are proof that you can have a breakthrough case. And although we're okay, it is kind of scary because it's a domino effect. So like even you as someone who lives alone, it's like, okay, I can quarantine by myself, but like I shouldn't see my parents maybe. I mean, I'm seeing them, but you know what I mean? Like you're like, I'm not, I'm not also going to come see them. And then having to tell your friends, having to tell Natalie, having to tell anyone you saw in New Orleans, like those people could have a case, maybe not from you, but like, to me, there's just this domino effect that we're ignoring and people keep saying like, oh, because you had a mild case, it's like no big deal. Like I'll get it too and it'll be chill and it'll be mild. And I'm like, it's actually not mild for, for everyone. I've been hearing breakthrough cases that are maybe not hospital severe, but like they can't work, they can't. And not everyone has that luxury. Like I think it's very easy for us to be like, okay, cool. Like I'll just work from home. Like no worries. But like people have jobs where like if they didn't go to work for a week, they wouldn't get paid for a week. Therefore a whole bunch of things happen. They can't pay rent. They can't buy food, whatever, whatever. And so I really am getting anxiety about how individualistic the exercise is becoming. Yes. And that's just America in general. Like I hate to get on that soapbox, but we are just so individualistic and people don't take the right precautions for themselves. So we can't expect them to do it for us either, which sucks. Right. So on that note, let's talk anti-vaxxers. So like we said, you live in Cincinnati. I mean, we're from Ohio, so we've seen this episode. Do you have people in your circle, whether they're friends or not friends, who are refusing to get vaccinated? Oh, yeah, a bunch. A bunch. What What are the reasons that they're saying? Why are they why aren't they trying to get vaccinated? Um, they don't trust the government. They don't know what's in it. Some people are actually just taking the proper precautions. Like they don't go out. They still do like pick up at the grocery store, that type of thing. And if I'm still going to get COVID, then why do I need the vaccine? Why am I going to put something in my body if it's not going like, to help me not get it? That honestly doesn't pass the vibe check. <laughs> I'm trying to be very diplomatic. We're going to listen and be like, Shelby. <laughs> I know, I know. And my, hey, my friends are going to listen and be like, Shelby, I think I've tried to be diplomatic, but I do not feel diplomatic about it. Not getting vaccinated seems a little irresponsible. I, look, people have their reasons. People in my circle in New York, actually, I don't have close friends in New York who are not getting vaccinated. Let me not lie. But like, from a work standpoint, there are people at work who do not want to get vaccinated. And, you know, whether it be religion or whatever reasons they're coming up with, to me, it's just like, fine, religious beliefs, that's fine. But like, you should probably stay out of the office because like, you're not vaccinated, you're going to take public transit. To me, like, there's a meme about this. You can't not do anything and not get vaccinated. Like you made a good point about, okay, I don't want to get vaccinated, but I'm in the house. I'm doing grocery pickup. I'm not mad at those people because you're following the rules and you're at your house. But how are you going to be not vaccinated? You don't want to wear a mask. You don't want to follow any rules. So then what? What happens then? And then you, you're you in the hospital. Exactly. Get vaccinated. So I, I, I think I'm not following the tree. And then I'm hearing this like FDA thing. And I've honestly never seen, I don't know anything about any vaccine that I've ever gotten. Like remember in high school when you got the swine flu? Yeah. <laughs> 
never in my life have I gotten a flu shot. And I mean, mom can correct me. Like I don't get flu shots because I've never had the flu. But that year she was like, oh, y'all are getting this, this swine flu vaccine thing. And I mean, I feel like that's a similar exercise where it's like, I have never heard of this one flu again, but I sure did get injected with someone in the, the high school gym. Yeah. Someone injected me with that and I didn't get it. You got it, which yeah. un- that's unfortunate. But like we, I mean, it's a similar exercise. Like what was in that vaccine? I don't know. Right. We just pulled up and we got it. Thank you for things. It's like, they drink Hennessy, they eat hot Cheetos, they do all this stuff. Like, if you're going to preach, then, like, you have to follow it in every tea of your life. Like, you need to eat organic, you need to be juicing, you need to be a vegan. Like, we don't know what's in a lot of stuff. Like, that can't be your only reasoning. Right. And, and if you're scared, just like, say you're scared. Yeah, read into it. Like, I, we can figure out what's in it. Right. We can figure out what's in it and also just, like getting it's just not i'm not following the logic of like oh you're gonna get it anyway and it's like so why play russian roulette like yeah i i've said to people like the vaccine saved me like i typically have a pretty good immune system i don't get sick very often but to know that i could have been just in the bed immobile still because we're still in it we still have covid like and the fact that we're not is just like it it works so please get it and if and if you're not gonna get it and you're not gonna stay home don't tell me because I have anxiety. You're not going to get it, but you're out and about and you're seeing your parents because that's actually what really kills my soul. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too. That's the hard part for me when I'm like, oh, like if I our grandparents, being around our grandparents and our parents, I wouldn't feel right like going out to places unvaccinated and then coming to see them. Like I just wouldn't feel safe. And Lord knows that if you told our grandfather that you weren't, getting vaccinated i don't think he would be coming he wouldn't be allowing you to come to his house he called me and it's so funny he called me and was like how are you checking in on you and i was like oh i'm good and he said you know i saw those photos of lala didn't really i don't know if i thought that was a great idea you know shading you in a way that only a family member could and then just saying just checking on you baby girl some shade and love at the same time and then we were just talking about it and he said, I'm getting to the point with people where I'm just asking them, are you vaccinated? And he said he was in an office doing paperwork uh, with someone and he was like, it was just the two of them in this man's office and he wasn't wearing a mask. And so my grandpa was like, or our grandpa was like, hey, like, did you, are you vaccinated? Like before we do this whole not wearing a mask thing, are you vaccinated? And he's like, I'm just at the point where I'm asking people because I mean, they live in Tennessee, so you truly cannot assume like- I hate to be biased, but the South is not doing, they do not understand the assignment. So it's, yeah. it's a dark time. So all that to say, if he's asking strangers, pretty sure us as his grandchildren cannot come to his house with no vaccine. Right. I was the first one in the family to get the vaccine. And I remember um, everybody was asking me like, are you going to get it? Are you going to get it? And I was debating. I was like, I don't know if I am or if I'm not. And he was like, oh, you're eligible to get it now. Like, why don't you just go schedule it? <laughs> so he was basically just like, what are you debating? So he was definitely on. I think everybody was like, why haven't you gotten it yet? It's funny that you say that because mom and I were talking about that today. And I was like, remember when Sydney, and you were on some like some anti-vax stuff, but you were just on some like, I don't really know. Like, do I need to do that right now? And I was like, I was like, wait, what? Like, I was like, we all were like trying to find you appointments. And we're like, what is she talking? What is she talking about? She needs to go right now. <laughs> like, and you were the one who was working um, 
like more publicly facing than us because I was like all the way at home. Dad mm-hmm. is was work from home. I don't know if mom had started her job at the time, and but like we weren't in the public like you were in the public, and like you said, you work with the population who's like not in a good place. So we were like, mm, it's not adding up. The math is not mathing. Locate an appointment like ASAP. I think part of it was I just didn't feel like having the symptoms of the vaccine. Like I just didn't allocate the time to be sick, and I ended up getting sick on my first dose. Like I was sicker than I was now on my first dose with the vaccine so I think that's the hard part that's the hard part because it's definitely not seamless I think people just want to get pricked with it and move on and it's like no 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 although although this is actually really interesting and I think we don't have enough like data to study this but you so you got really sick on your first dose we both got Pfizer I didn't get sick at all I actually flew home to Ohio because that's how I remember the second day I got vaxxed my second dose was March 20th. Mom's birthday is the 21st. So I flew home the next day from New York and because that's where I got vaccinated and I was fine. The only symptom I had the whole vaccine cycle was a slight headache. And it's ironic because my actual COVID moment was milder than yours too. Right. I honestly feel like I just have a weaker immune system than you. Like clearly I've had swine flu. I get sick. Like every winter I get a cold at least. So I probably just have a weaker immune system and need to take some vitamins or something. <laughs> I also live in New York City and people are gross. Yeah, so. you might built up your immune system. Yeah, I'm just exposed to a lot of germs. Like I touch subway poles and there's pollution and oh. yeah, like I'm just, it's not, it's not no, as frightening. So. Right, you're just in your house. So I, I mean, you step out about Cincinnati, but you have less exposure. Okay, so I have like two final questions. What advice would you give to someone who catches covid how did you survive what's in your covid survival kit and i mean you're still surviving somebody asked me this the other day so i you know what i really want to order is uh like that's my favorite food some beef like fun noodle soup i'm probably gonna order that tonight you need that um water liquid iv gatorade zero a lot of netflix and hbo Phone a friend. I'm an introvert, so like these are all my little things that I need for me. But some, like you're an extrovert, I'm sure you need to call people and like talk to people for support sometimes. So do that. Reach out to your loved ones. Sleep. Like get your rest. Take your Nyquil. Tylenol PM to break your fever and all that. I am an extrovert, and I have needed to talk to people. I Facetime you twice for like two hours. I like five hours. <laughs> I know because I have I have no life. So there's that. I do need some support from my friends, but I also think at the same time it's kind of annoying because they're like, one of my friends called me and was like, oh my God, like we had such a fun weekend. You would have had so much fun. And I'm like, that is not helpful. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I am laying in this bed and I told one of my friends, I was like, I'm going to be extra needy because typically I'm running around and I don't like... I don't need to like talk to people like that, but I'm like, I'm just sitting here watching you guys on IG stories. Like somebody be my friend. Like mom doesn't come in the room, like, cause obviously she doesn't want to get COVID. If she does, she speaks to me from the door with the mask on. So I just simply, my COVID starter kit, or I guess like Netflix, but I haven't even really been watching that much TV. I let me just say TikTok. I've been watching so many TikTok videos and I went down a, a rabbit hole of TikTok about breakthrough cases. Like I 
I literally was watching all the people who have stories like ours and were like, I thought it was the sniffles and then I had COVID and blah, blah. And like, you would think that doesn't help, but it, it does help. And like, part of the reason I wanted to do this episode is because people, I know I felt a little shame because I was like, oh, I feel stupid because I was out here and then it happened. And now my uncle and aunt and their kids might be exposed. Like, it just felt kind of, I was not feeling great about the exercise. So I, I think that was helpful. Everyone's like, stop doing that. Stop Googling. But I'm like, no, no, no. It was like helpful to see people with like relevant stories and like kind of what you said. It's like random. Like it's not, there's no linear path. It's like right. no, no one in my house has it. I actually was being safe. Like, so that was really helpful to me to hear other people's stories, talk to the homies and honestly drink lots of water because for a while I couldn't taste much. And so food was like not that interesting to me. Yeah. And I forgot to bring that part of it. My smell and my taste is like, it's slowly coming back today. Like I woke up today and I texted Shelby and I was like, oh, I, I was putting Vicks in my nose. And I was like, I can smell the Vicks. Like I haven't been able to smell it all weekend or taste anything. But today it's very slowly coming back. I smelled some perfume and I couldn't, I sprayed some perfume and I couldn't smell it today. But the Vicks was super strong. So slowly but surely, I think my taste will come back a little bit this week, hopefully. But it is um, a journey. And it's kind of weird, like you said, the textures and just like, I don't want to eat because why am I eating stuff and it tastes like air? And then even water, like I could drink tap water because it tastes like nothing. Like it just, it just tastes plain. Everything tastes plain. I can't pick up notes of things. Like I was reading somewhere that what's interesting about your taste and smell with COVID is you can taste if something is sweet, but you can't taste what it is. So if you're eating like a grape or a cherry, you might not be able to know which one is which. They just both taste like sweet fruits. Yeah. So to me, that was annoying because I could get like, I could tell when things were salty or I could tell when things were sweet, but I'm like, I don't actually taste this. And then I went through the stage where I was like kind of blowing my nose a bit so I could like half taste things. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm back. I'm back in business. I was talking to friends who had pre-vaccination COVID and some of them still can't smell or taste correctly. And that really alarmed me. Yes. I was like, you yeah. haven't had COVID for like five months. Like what, what's, what's going on? And so I'm glad to be back. I taste, I taste and smell. Um, but to your point, I can only smell certain things. Like there's a candle right by my bed and I would hold it up to my nose and I was like, yeah, I can't smell that. And I didn't want to admit it to myself. I was like, maybe it's just, I'll wake up and I'll be able to smell it. <laughs> And it's a no, it's a no. Um, I also would like to know for our last question, now that you've had COVID, do you think you're going to continue to be as reserved and conservative with your moves? Or are you like, okay, I have the antibodies now. So like, not that you just go wild, but you're a little more like mentally relaxed because now you're like, I I had it. So no, I don't feel like that at all. I'm definitely going to, I'll probably just move the same travel a little bit if something like important or fun comes up but I'm not gonna just be reckless and be in the club water wall and (laughs) I mean that's how I feel I'm not about to be in the club I don't know I'm having a hard time with travel now because I I don't again because we have antibodies we can't get it immediately but can I get the other variants I think I'm nervous about how much I don't know so now that I got we don't even know for sure that we got Delta, but our incubation period being quicker lends me to believe that we got Delta. But we got Delta. Lambda's coming for us around the corner. I don't know what Greek alphabet letter is going to attack us next, but I'm like, I don't know if I have antibodies from that. And 
I don't want to find out. So I'm kind of like, are we in the house now? Like, I'm, I think that's what I'm struggling with. I'm like, should I be traveling? Even though I want to. Right. I want to go to concerts. Kate Trinata just announced a tour. I'm like, bet. <laughs> but also, is that a bet? So. Yeah. I don't think I feel comfortable enough to do concerts yet. I know I don't. It just doesn't feel right to me. And I don't even know. Like, there's concerts coming up. Uh, one of my friends was like, oh, let's go see Justin Bieber next spring. And even I didn't even want to buy the tickets because I was like, I don't. I just can't see myself doing certain things like in the pandemic. Like I can't, I can't take myself back. I don't think I need to try to like work on that transition. You sound like our mother. She's like, I won't be at anybody's concert. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I like felt so euphoric being back at a concert and like an outdoor concert. I did. I forgot about that. I went to outdoor one, but I was yes thinking indoor, like a arena and stuff like that. Yeah, I want to buy tickets to Tyler, the creator, but he's playing Madison Square Garden, both shows, haven't bought tickets, want to go, but I'm like, concert, unless we're wearing a mask, you're screaming the words, you are talking to people close to you, and they may not live in your household, I mean, I typically live alone, and if I don't, none of these adults are going to Tyler, the creator with me, so I'm like, this close to someone being like, oh my god, like, do you hear the song? And like... Yeah, and then the people behind you. You know what I mean? Or So, yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, kind of psych myself out when I think, like, too in-depth about it. I'm trying not to, but I think my friends are probably over me because I'm in all the group chats. Like, you thought you thought the pandemic was over, but I have COVID right. and so does my sister. And, like, I don't think people want to hear that. I think the biggest thing I've walked away from is, like, this mental exercise of even telling our aunt and uncle, like, I think I have COVID before the test came up. And they were like well you know they live with kids and kids are like like you know kids get sick all the time they're like snotty nose noses are running they're in my face i'm in their face and they're like yeah well the kids get sniffly all the time like um our uncle had flown back from new york for work and like he was a little sniffly and they're like maybe it's just a cold like and like i think we're all in our mental like we don't want it to be covid so like all of us in our head are like no it is just a cold you are fine and then the test says what it says and you're like oh it might be, it might be in the house for me. And then don't quote me because like the way my mental health works is I want to be a little bit outside, but right now I feel like there's how inside is inside. And you know, I'm going back to school. So like, I'm going to be touching people's faces and things like that. That's kind of giving me anxiety now that I do have COVID. I'm like, I guess like, yeah, people are going to have to have their mask off when I talk to them and when I do and skincare and stuff. So, but she'll be mask on. So it's like one versus one off, one on, one off. You might want to double mask. You might want to just, if you're going to. Shield or face shield. Yeah, mask and a face shield. I've never put on one of the face shields. That's not my ministry, but perhaps. Not my look, but I do have one in my arsenal. I don't, more for you. Um, I might want to get like better masks though. Like I, I feel like we're back on the like getting cute masks and. I've bought all these fall clothes thinking that I was going somewhere and it appears that I'm just not. So better get you some in 95. I have some in my stockpile. Okay. That's, you know, I'll borrow them for you because I don't have a stockpile, nor do I have any. Thanks for chatting with me about your COVID experience and 
I hope that we have negative tests soon. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Define Normal. If you like the episode or have any feedback for me, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, at Define Normal. See you next week.